Welcome back to Mr. Week. Happy Fourth, everybody. Well, ABC missed a week. We didn't miss a week. That's right. Oh, we're, I meant collectively. The collective we, our nation, missed a week and we're mourning that week. Harrison had to take the time to say, what's up, America? <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Lady Liberty? You're the only bachelorette we care about this week. Did you hear that I got divorced a couple of years back? <laughs> How you doing? Um, well, let's get right into it. Um, actually, not quite yet. We need to mention a couple things. Co- One coming at you from Orcas Island. Yeah, we're oh, actually what? recording this podcast on the back of an orca whale. If you hear something that sounds like a blowhole, it is. It's either a whale or it might just be Adam talking, <laughs> talking and talking. <laughs> Uh, you're talking about how he's, he's a blowhard. He's a blowhard. Got it. All Coming right. from his blowhole. <laughs> Ooh, good one. Burn. Sick burn. <laughs> I feel obliged to mention that um, last night you tweeted, what, Jasmine about the chokey situation? I did. Jasmine tweeted... That she was the queen of group dates. Oh, like yeah. That, to that, that like, effect. I yeah. feel your pain. Uh, I was the queen of group dates because they were bitching about having to go on group dates. And I tweeted at Jasmine, maybe it was the chokey. And Jasmine... Jasmine responded. A little bit, I think, defensively. Sure. And said, actually, Nick thought that was hilarious. Wonders of editing. Wonders of editing. But we're here to set the record straight. Jasmine, that, uh, we got nothing but love for you. It's just a little tease, girl. <laughs> just a little fun tease. Yeah, it's only good you. fun. Um, but it is important just to know. Just joshing. Apparently, for the first time in Bachelor history, they use editing to make something look different than it really was. Yeah, Jasmine, what are you claiming? Yeah, that's a pretty big accusation, Jasmine. <laughs> Come on. Trump Jr.'s email's got nothing on you. Back that shit up, Jasmine. (laughs) I want some documentation on that. You're no Jubilee. (laughs) Um, I also want to give a shout out to our listener, Peter, who is extremely loyal and Peter from the show. (laughs) He loves us. Yeah. No, my my friend Peter, who listens every week without demanding that his name be mentioned in the show. Not as attractive as Peter from the show. Who is? No literally no one. Literally no one on earth. Is as attractive as Peter. I feel like the Alps. You you tweeted about this, but the Alps did him some favors. I feel too. like if you are stuck on a blizz in a blizzard snowstorm on a mountain, and your beard is turning to icicles, it should make you less attractive. With Peter, it's not true. It's better. It's better. That's the look he Just was born for. Just made me want to bone him more. Oof, even more. Got you pretty warm and hot. Oh, yeah, all hot and bothered. Got me pretty warm. <laughs> pretty warm, yeah. yeah. Really warming you up. Yeah, that's the euphemism, right? Yeah, no, he uh, he was looking good even when they were talking about pooping after running. Even then, even, he yeah. was looking good. Well, that conversation was interspersed with shots just straight up of Rachel's vag. Oh, yeah, because so, of the angle. Well, well played, yeah. ABC. Yeah. We're going to need to put a camera right here. Yeah. It's cool, Rachel. That's worry how they uh, got Sharon Stone and Basic Instinct, too. <laughs> like, no, it was nothing. We were not filming anything. Don't worry about it. Um, I also what are the say, odds that Harrison has like a dirty, oh, dirty, dirty sex tape ooh, reel of the fantasy? The fantasy series that he set cameras really up. high. Yeah, no, and that he set up some cameras around the mansion to like film things. Well, I think they do that anyway. Just well, but like up they don't front. have cameras in like the showers or anything. <laughs> Harrison does. <laughs> we put cameras in all the toilets. Uh, that's just part of the show. It's just uh. Pu- 
Just something pro, pro, that, uh, quid yeah. Quid pro quo. <laughs> <laughs> Just something you'll expect. <sighs> um, yeah, and I also am going to mention that I missed the first okay, 15 how many, minutes. Okay, Now we're getting right. into it. it yeah. The first 15 minutes of the I wanna show. I want to mention, uh, I want to thank God for this show. I want to give a shout out to my boy JC, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're in Seattle, so Ryan is reverting back to... 15-year-old Ryan mode. Yeah, you fundamentalist guys roots. You want to hear yeah. a little bit about a youth group that <laughs> Ryan's got going on? Got some pretty good wrecks. <laughs> um, all right, go ahead and uh, oh, yeah. hit us okay, with what so happened. For, no, you didn't finish your... So what he was saying uh, is that Ryan... We had to watch it live. Lame. Oh my god, fucking Stone Age. Although it was What fun, is this, 2001? I had fun with the Twitter. You did always have fun a, live tweeting that tweetin'. bad boy. Ooh, I was tweeting. How did we watch TV this way, though? And up until like 2007 when we had, couldn't fast forward through commercials. It was it's, terrible. It's barbaric. Barbaric. It was terrible. But yeah, so I was putting our daughter to bed and missed the first 15 So nights. I took copious So Anna, I'm going to tag Anna in here. They're in Geneva, which Rachel calls, quote, an amazing city to fall in love in, which should mean something except that it doesn't because that's what they say about like, that's what they said when they visited Nick's... Right, hometown like, in Wisconsin, yeah. It wasn't even Milwaukee. I feel like yeah, it was Yeah, it was like the like, outskirts of it Milwaukee. It was where Steve Avery lives in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> they went to his junkyard, yeah. actually, yeah, looking for clues. That was one of the dates. No, that's. I feel like that's the tagline. And of, they're like, like, "This is the perfect place to fall. Perfect in love. place to fall in love." I feel like that's the tagline. Which of sometimes Akron. it's true. Like I do sure. think that Geneva is probably very romantic. But it, if you already right. said that about like Akron, Ohio, yeah, you've already used that line. Um. Okay. She says she is looking f- looking to see whose relationship is progressing forward and rising above the rest before the hometown dates the i noted that the apartment that they're staying at looks like a cross between a bad vrbo and my grandmother's house oh excellent what if your grandmother had put her place on vrbo she might yeah she's one of them's dead Right. So, but your other grandmother, I feel like people Meemaw. want to rent Mima's house yeah, out. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> lots of people trying to get in there with Mima. Location, Air, location, VRBO, location. No thanks. We're going Airbnb. Couch surfing. Because we want you there. <laughs> um, all right. I, some, I don't know if I'm guessing this was Matt that came on the screen because all my notes say are I legit can't remember what this guy's name is. Oh yeah. No, there were two guys talking, Adam and Matt, a little later. I'm like, who are either I don't know, one right. of you I think is Matt and one of you is well, Adam. Well then I, I have in know. my notes yeah. like Michael, Adam, but I don't think it was Adam. I think that it was in fact Matt. Is there and a I... Michael on the show <laughs> at this point? No. Yeah. Not at this Jerome. Point. <laughs> yeah. Arthur. That's racist. Um, okay, anyone can be named Jerome. Jer- really? Yeah. Jerome? Yeah. I think okay. that that was um, Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, anybody can be named anything, name. Ryan. What are you saying? And I'm not saying. I'm saying, that, saying that they're white names. Uh, no, I'm saying that anyone can be named Jerome. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the listeners are digging this conversation. Um, Speaking of white, Rachel comes in dressed in all white. Ah, good transition. Seamless. Saved it. Yeah. Um, Adam says that she's dressed, quote, like an angel. Oh, God. Um, and you can Sorry, tell because all of this. all the white, all the white clothes. That's what angels really sure. wear. Mm-hmm. That yeah. kid that died and went to heaven. True fact. He said angels do, in fact, wear all white. White pantsuits. Yeah, yep. very stylish. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it's more like a onesie. Like a... <laughs> They're all wearing onesies. It's just really easy to get in and out of. <laughs> oh, but no, what I want to say is I think that The Bachelor is purposefully trying to confuse us because I knew that that was Adam that said she's dressed like an angel because they used his name tag. Um, but when Matt comes on for the first five or ten minutes... They don't even put his name up because I think that they like the fact that people can't oh, remember what his name is. They're like, is. oh, it's that guy. Yeah. yeah. They want people to be mm-hmm. like, what is this guy doing on right. here? And yeah, they're really is... playing that up. Yeah. Yeah, they seem to really steer into the skid on that situation this year as far as like, we, we don't know why he's here either. I just feel like maybe they didn't show us a bunch of stuff because Rachel later acts like... They both have some kind of relationship. Well, I feel like even Rachel, like when Adam was recalling, trying to recall one of their moments, and she was just kind of like, yeah. When I mean, it was very, it was like when we were at the mud wrestling. Right. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's no onion time reference. <laughs> yeah. I tell on- you what. Onion time. Well, and later Matt's like, we have the strongest relationship in the house. What house are you talking about? <laughs> Not the bachelor. Well, listen. She knows Matt well enough to say that out of every single person in the house, he is the most like her. That is weird. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. What's going on? Um. She says that they are going to do things a little differently this week. There won't be a rose ceremony. There will be three one-on-ones, a group date, three-on-one. I don't understand what's really different about that. I guess just the fact that that the roses are all being handed out on the dates, that they're not doing a ceremony. I think that was a good move. That's needless at this point. Like the um, final three-on-one serves as the rose ceremony, basically. Well, well, I guess. I I don't like that because that implies that if you get the one-on-one that you're just totally in, which did prove to be true. I guess that's true what she could have given away a couple roses on that group date if she needed to. Yeah. If she really hadn't liked Dean's dinosaur line. Well, she couldn't have by the time we got there, you know? Like, I don't know. It was just, I, I do think that it was a little bit of an awkward configuration. And it's also awkward because obviously... You have two guys who have not been on a single one-on-one date. And uh, every other guy has. So Brian, obviously, uh, Dean, Dean, Peter, Eric, they have all had one-on-ones. Adam and Matt slash Michael slash Jerome have not. That's his full name, actually. (laughs) And I think that they were probably... Fairly enough, sure. Expecting or hoping for a one right. Where's Where's my chance? Yeah. I mean, hope in one hand and spit in the other, and see which one fills up faster, gentlemen. Because I'm here to tell you that the first the hand that gets spit in is going to Brian. Yeah. What? The hand that gets spit in is the one that fills up faster. Yeah, because you're yeah. filling up the other one that with just hope. Just hope, and that's that's never going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So Brian gets the you first. You thank date. my dad for that expression. I will mm-hmm. next time I see him. Okay. Uh, okay. So yes, Brian gets the first date. It happens immediately. I love it when they do this too. When they're just like, Brian, go upstairs and get ready. Yeah, let's go. And he yeah. does too. He comes downstairs looking spiffy. Um. Do you have notes at this? Like, when do no, your notes? She kick buys in? him a watch. Yes. Okay. Yes. They go okay. to the watch store. Some kind um, of Swiss watch. She store. says that. Uh, let's see. Okay, Adam off. So they go off on their date, and 
Adam says he doesn't understand why she would take Brian again. He notes um, astutely that he is at a disadvantage because he has not had as much time with her. Good point. It's true, Adam. Good point. He's a the shrewd rest of us player have of the game. Yes. Okay, so yes. Back on the date, they are driving around in a Bentley. And Rachel says that when she's in a relationship, she likes to treat her man. Oh, treat yourself. Treat yourself, Rachel. Three words for you. Treat yourself. Don't treat yourself. (laughs) Treat Brian. Brian, while they're driving around, I just want to say, says multiple times that he's blessed. Oh, hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. He and Bieber. Um, Treating her man. Treating her man. Uh, They go to a watch store. She he's trying on a bunch of watches. Switzerland, obviously known for their watches. Yeah. Surprised they didn't go to a Swiss Army knife store. They might not have. as romantic, I guess. A Swiss chocolate store. Would you like get some some stolen Nazi art? <laughs> Mom, treat just treat you to some chocolate. Oh, she'll treat him to some chocolate, guys. <laughs> if he can make it to the fantasy suite, Ooh. which I think that he will. I think that he will at this point. Yeah. Um, she, she he tries on a black watch and. She says she asks him if that's his style, and he says, uh, "Yeah, I like black." And then nice. she says, "Do you?" Nice. Which you I thought Brian. was funny. Yeah. yeah. What so, did you get any kind of sense of how expensive these watches? Okay, well, were? this that kind of leads into my next question because she kept so they're trying on these watches, and then she says, "I'm getting this for you." Right. That's right where I came in. And. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of Corinne yeah. buying all of those ridiculous clothes for Nick, which I bet she ended up regretting. Sure. Nick's still wearing those around yeah. over that makes Vanessa real Nick's pissed still off. still wearing those real <laughs> tight designer pants. Um, but they came from an exclusive mall in Miami. You have to wear them. The best mall in it's Miami. It's really exclusive. Nobody can go there. Um. So, yeah, I'm wondering, is this literally... Like, the way that Rachel makes it sound is like it's coming out of her personal bank account. Right. And I do just, I wonder if that's true or if it was, you know, they go on dates where they're like, well, they don't, they haven't done this as much anymore. But a lot of times in previous seasons, um, a guy would pick out a girl to go on a date and part of it would be like, we're going to go to this jewelry store and you get to pick Uh, something and take it home. Yeah. Um, but it was obviously... Scrimping the budget a little bit. Well, yeah, and I mean, it was fairly obvious that it was the show that was paying for right. it. Whereas Rachel, I feel like, and Corinne did this too. It wasn't Ben Flonick paying for the jewelry. I'm going to buy you this $4,000 <laughs> anklet with my wine uh, earnings. Ben Flahanik. Flanik. If he's good enough for Chris Jenner, he's good enough for you. Are they still together? Are they still together? Weren't they a thing for a little while? Was that a thing? We're, I mean, I feel like they were, they maybe were hooked. They weren't a thing. Okay. They weren't dating. They didn't date. <laughs> they weren't exclusive. They weren't Facebook official no, at any point. she's okay. with, uh, what's his name? I can't. You know what? Kanye. I can't keep up with the Kardashians. <laughs> oh, hey, oh. I can't do it. Oh. Wait, you just said that Chris Jenner is with Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm a little slow. She's the... with Black China. Oh wait, no, that's Rob. Rob. All right, let's move on. Yeah, Another... but he's not with China anymore, no. right? Yeah. Oh, you're really keeping your finger on the pulse of pop yeah, culture. I'm up to Have speed. Have you not seen this? That Rob, he like 
went off on her on Twitter. We need to tweet at him. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> it's not funny. He posted a bunch of like private photos of oh, her. Oh, no. And yeah. uh, now she's like, uh, she's charging him with domestic sure. violence. Sure. I mean, that, um, in some places, that's a crime. So, boy, whew, we really went off the rails. As we really went off the rails. Uh, and yes. let me just say again, it's unclear to me whether Rachel bought yes. him this watch Getting or the show. Back did. to the initial point. But. Yeah. Brian is acting like it's Rachel who made the big purchase because he is getting it on with her in this watch shop. I'm guessing this Swiss guy went to the back to wrap up the watches. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're still at the watch the store then, right? Yeah, and he's like, so. he like straddles her a little bit. Ooh. Thank you so much for this watch. <laughs> Um, uh, save it for the fantasy suite, She, she should have bought him a cuckoo clock. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Why? Is that Swiss? I think so. Isn't that the Swiss? The cuckoo clock the cuckoo is clock. Swiss? I think so. We'll look it up. Listeners, email us if that's wrong. Is our that Swiss what? listeners. Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> All of our listeners in Switzerland. We know you're out there. Please email us. Um, it's in the Sound of Music song. But that was... Austria. Austria. Throw another right, well. shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Um, okay. I also want to say that my next note is just very dramatic music. I'm not yeah. sure what that's about. I think I noted that too. Cause the, so they go somewhere for was, dinner. Yeah, and it was like all... Kind of just like it was all about Doug Funny. Yeah, Rachel and Doug Funny are getting it on in the watch show. Skeeter. Doug Funny's grown up. You, I saw something in BuzzFeed. You won't believe what Doug Funny looks like now. <laughs> I just have to get it out. Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> but yeah, real dramatic music. But I mean, I feel like I'm not a personal fan of Brian. I think that he is, I don't know, he's getting a weird edit. He comes across as a little skeevy. I, j- okay. I just don't like him. Okay. But I, if I had to guess right now, I think he's the front runner Me for too. sure. I mean, he got that watch. Nobody else is getting a watch. Peter is showing himself to be pretty reserved in these right. final episodes. Right. Um, Dean, <laughs> this episode already, I think, like Dean was lucky to get through. And yeah. if next week's preview is any is indication, any indication <laughs> Dean's father is going to throw this thing <laughs> for him. <laughs> Dean's father, uh, a.k.a. the love guru. Which I always feel bad about when your parents are, like, that terrible that they can just ruin it. Well, and you know that Dean did, does not want to go home. Like, he sort of deal. We'll get to Dean. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll to get, Dean. get to it. Anyway, long story short, and I'm, I mean, I'm really just kind of writing Eric off at this point since right. he had to contend for a rose with two no names with Adam and yeah. Michael yeah. I mean and again I still like Eric you know oh but, I do um, too yeah I know I like Eric a lot uh but um 
again. If I had to guess right now, my guess is I'm putting money on it. It's Brian. Brian. Well, how much money are you putting on it with Vegas? Enough to buy you a real special watch. Thank you. I'm going to buy you a swatch so that Ooh. you can switch out a lot of different bands. A swatch watch. You feel in black, you put a black, a black oh, band like on black. there. Get a little fancy, a little bit neon. Dress it up. A little neon. Dress it down. <laughs> yeah. Tuxedo watch. Music does get dramatic as things change a little we bit. We're just going to jump in like that. We're just going to jump in like that. We had to take a little bathroom break for me. Because <laughs> Ryan had to poop real bad. Well, they're going to notice that things are off a little bit on the, sh- the show 20 minutes <laughs> things in. Things seem a little lighter. Yeah, everybody seems a little bit funnier now. Okay. All right, now we're back to the show. I mean, we're back I don't in it. remember what we were doing. All right, Dean gets the next one-on-one. The guys are, again, mad at the house. So Rachel and Brian are out on their dates, and she asks on this date and on the others, too, about um, family because the hometowns are coming up. Do you have notes about this? I do have notes okay. about this, yeah. Um, Brian says that his last relationship was hot and heavy. Called hot and heavy. I have the same thing in my notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, his mom screwed it up somehow. Well, I'm very curious about what happened. So he invited this girl that he was hot and heavy with uh, down to a wedding, I, th- I believe in Colombia, right? Yeah, that's Columbia. right. Um, and he says that it was, quote, too much, too early. Which is also, ironically, why you would not... you. So, I invited you to that wedding. Did you remember that? Yeah, I did remember that. Maybe, given Brian's situation, maybe it was I was wiser than... Because you would have come down and you wouldn't have met my mom halfway. That's what he says happened, is he says, I realized when we were down there that she wasn't going to meet my mom halfway. What What did that mean? I was I a little know. lost. He like introduced this story and then there was some ending about how he watched the girl like drive away, but I didn't understand what was going on. Right. And then he was like, I, I just, in my notes, I put, if I were Rachel, I'd be freaking out about meeting his mom right now because right. what it all sounded like was basically that the girl that his perception was that she wasn't being nice enough to his mom. Right. And I feel like that is, that's never what you want. No. You didn't want that kind of expectation, that kind of pressure and where the guy is going to side so thoroughly with the Right. Mother. I mean, I feel like, and so, cause she ended up breaking up with him. So he obviously wasn't taking her side on whatever it was that right. went down at this Not wedding. Not meeting the mom halfway. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like Rachel didn't have that reaction. Like she seemed fine with the story. If if I were Rachel, it sounds like because he was like, my mom felt so terrible. Like my only son. I don't right. know. Maybe the mom has learned a little something from the experience. I, Maybe she doesn't want to drive another one away. We'll see. I'm gonna. Say, I guess we'll find out next week what happens. It's still not going to be as disastrous as Dean's family. That's my call right there. Speaking of Dean, Dean and Rachel have the second one-on-one, and she takes him to church. For the second time, she takes him to church. We got to go to Rachel's gospel church, Baptist, I believe, Yeah, something like that in in Dallas. Dallas With Nick. 
Now Dean is going to a Catholic mass in French. In all French. Yeah. You can tell, like, that the producers could not have been excited about this. Like, I feel like the... um, the Dallas Church, at least, like, it's charismatic and exciting footage. Yeah. It's but in this, English. Yeah, it's in English. <laughs> but this is like, I mean, what's a bigger, you know, buzzkill than a Catholic mass <laughs> smack dab in the middle of The Bachelorette? <sighs> they could not have been excited about this idea. Um, Rachel, you know, talks about how faith and spirituality is important to her. Uh, they dance to some street music. It's a little bit awkward. And Dean is nervous on the date and says that he's thinking a lot about what it would mean to get a hometown rose because he says that he has a very non-traditional family dynamic and that he's the black sheep of his family. When he said non-traditional, I kind of at first was like, okay, Dean. Right. And then they right. showed what the previews. Right, what does that mean? Yeah, what's like, going on? Yeah. Oh, yep. Touche, Dean. You are correct. Big, Dean is like lying on the floor. Yeah. And, then, I, and again, of course, they could be fooling us. Like this could be some sort of date where they meet, you know, some kind of uh, love, real life love guru. Or but, like Dean's dad has dressed up as part of a joke. Oh, yeah. And then whips it off to reveal. I don't think it so. doesn't look he like He was like it. yelling yeah. at Dean. Yeah. It um, would be pretty great if that's what happens, though, is like Dean and his dad have set up this whole routine. <laughs> We'll see. Dean uh, reacts to his nerves and and Rachel's pressing for uh, deeper questions, deeper answers, in a way that I think is very similar to how you respond to this. Yeah, no, watching this made me feel like this must be what every conversation with me is like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm, Pretty much. Because Rachel is asking, like, serious questions. She says that she really wants serious answers. And just... Straight up, Dean won't do it. Hey, well, so and we have to get at what he says because it's amazing. I mean, some of the best dialogue of the episode. Do you he, believe in the tooth? Do you believe in the tooth fairy? And then when she says, Rachel says, "Talk to me about your feelings," and Dean says, "What's your favorite dinosaur?" Oh, which dude. I also wonder, like, is this a stock reply? That he gives to people, like when they, uh, is this it, like everyone who tries to get him to talk about his feelings, he starts turning the conversation to dinosaurs? Or was that <laughs> the first thing that came to mind? Uh, I mean, I did, I felt sorry for him, but I don't know. I felt, I also though felt sorry for Rachel because I, you could tell that she was trying really hard to have a more serious discussion and he, he just wasn't, would not it. do it. Yeah. yeah. He he got into it. They got into it later. Finally, at I mean, when, she has to like force him. I'll note also he had changed clothes for some reason between uh, church and dinner, even though he looked better at church. Um, but anyways, yeah, they're at dinner, and he starts talking about dirt biking again. More dirt biking with his family. Well, he tries to laugh again about like just like laugh off Rachel's questions about his family, and she's like, no, really, like. What's going on? And so he does finally kind of come clean about his thoughts and what he's nervous about with the hometown date. And what he says is, I just want to say, too, so that I don't sound like a total cold, unsympathetic bitch. Like, I get what he was saying, but I thought it came off a little strange. Because he says, um, my dad was always the guy that took me dirt riding, dirt bike riding, and then... After my mom died, like, he didn't do that. Well, so what I thought he was saying was that, like, 
the dad didn't shift into the the role That's that was necessary, right? right? Yes. Yeah. So Which he is totally was understandable. That, like, I mean, what he was saying, I think, basically was like, my dad was the crazy guy who, like, would take you out to do really fun things. Uh-huh. But, like, he's not the guy who's going to pack your lunch for right. school or, like, make sure that you're you know field trip forms are signed like that's the mom so it sounds like they did have a very like traditional like patriarchal role and matriarchal role and then when the mom died the dad couldn't fill the role that the mom had provided but i mean again not to sound like a bitch but dean was 15 when his mom died i don't know and i know that's is obviously that's terrible but what you're saying is that, like, a 15-year-old would kind of learn to take care of himself in a situation like that. I mean, I think so. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, again, I'm not trying to be... I understand why it would be frustrating. And it seems like it's something that he just still has a lot of, like, residual anger about. And I'm sure that will come up next week. <laughs> we'll see that again. <laughs> yeah. He also says that his dad has become quite... A bit more eccentric. Well, and I was wondering, like, because I was expecting, like, Howard Hughes-style, like, (laughs) storing urine in jars. I thought it was code for that he's gay. Oh, I see. Yeah. (laughs) But But, I don't uh, think... It's neither one of us is right. It appears to be neither, yeah. that he's a love guru. (laughs) Um, Despite his uh, somewhat poor performance earlier on, he gets a rose. He does get the rose. Uh, We're moving on to Peter. Good old Peter. Oh, Reliable. Yeah, Awesome Swiss eye candy. Reliably mm. hot. Um, they go on a helicopter ride to the see the Swiss The relationship is higher than it's ever been. I have to note. That's what uh, Rachel <laughs> is tells Is that what us. they say? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yes. <laughs> I, you think I could just come up with a pun like that? Mm-hmm. I need a team of writers like Rachel has to come up with that kind of a pun. Let's see. I have in my notes, Peter is the grown man's dean. Yes, I have also. I didn't put that in my notes, but I thought that um, actually multiple times on the show. Maybe it was like the way they were dressing. Peter, I I said that Dean was the poor man's Peter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I feel like it gets at something a little extra. Like this is what Dean could be. I mean, Peter is what twelve years older than Dean or something. Yeah, and you can tell. I mean, I do think that Dean came off as a little bit. Just younger than the other guys, that right. especially the guys that are left now. Um, uh, you know, Dean seems like a little bit of the odd man out between the four of them. Right, right. Let's see, Peter going on a helicopter ride. Sled dogs. <laughs> Ice dogs. <laughs> Snow dogs. You're thinking of the Cuba Gooding Jr. movie Snow Dogs? Yeah. As we all were at the moment. Uh, Peter says that his mom talks a lot. I'm sure she appreciates you sharing right. that on national television, Peter. She's going to have something to say about that, to Peter. About that. But he basically says, yeah, my family will love you. Um, and there was, oh, there, I also noted the music change in this scene because she says, when was the last time you brought somebody home? Uh, and it's like, so they've been showing this clip. I mean, for like weeks now, right? right? Where Peter says she has tears running down her face and it's because of me. It's my fault. I don't know if I'll ever forgive myself. And so, obviously, being the trusting viewers the that we are, the gullible viewers that we are, I was thinking that that was Rachel. 
It's it not. was not. It's a, and I I have to note I was wrong. This story about watching someone when leave is Peter's story. I was conflating Peter and Brian's stories earlier. I want to go in the record correcting my my uh, thing. He was watching this woman that he didn't propose to leave. Yeah, it's not Brian. I said that Brian. That was part of Brian's story. Oh. I had gotten this all backwards. All their sad that stories. Yeah, you're tuning me out. That's yeah. fine. The listener actually <laughs> is not listening either <laughs> to anything that I say. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like she says that Peter is a risk, um, that she wanted to go deeper tonight and that she, you know, she gives Peter the rose, but I guess just kind of can sense that Peter is holding back a little bit more than say Brian. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's true. It seems like it. And of course this is an entirely sensible thing to you know be from a human emotional standpoint to be a little bit reserved it's not a good way to play the game but it's i can understand why someone would be a little bit right reserved at this point um i have to say too that at this point in my note taking i was getting seriously into tweeting so i didn't take as many notes anna from... was all over twitter <laughs> I was last on night fire. yeah watch i was check rob, out our live I was tweets. rob kardashian <laughs> it up. um getting a lot of likes a lot of retweets so basically tweet us at four wrong reasons yeah, that's right guys yeah. follow me on twitter yeah um, both of us tweet okay mine are the ones that get fewer likes they get yeah. two Look one, at of them got four. Oh, one of them got four likes. One of mine got 14. Whoa, blowing up. A viral star. So basically we got a group date. That's, yeah. That's uh, two dudes It's just Eric. very awkward. Like Adam gives this really long speech that just feels very wandering and I feel like every, he like does it and then everybody just kind of like stares at like, him. Okay. Yeah, and then Eric's like, okay, we're going to go. I'm going to take you over here. Yeah. Well, it was an interesting group day because the theme of all of them, of the three guys, was like, you deserve to be happy, Rachel. Like, you know, it was all, it wasn't them like pleading their case as much as saying, like, what we saw anyways you know you you deserve happiness you deserve to be selfish but in different ways like because adam said that he he said this a couple of times i just don't want you to worry that if you had kept at one point he refers to himself in the third person if you had kept adam it would have been it could have been different but she did which i feel like is the most like that seems very self-centered to be Uh like my concern is that you're going to get out of right. this process and wish that you had kept me. Yeah, I'm only thinking about you and your regret at not keeping me. That's my concern. It's all focused on you. But we haven't gotten there yet. Uh, we have to get through poor Matt, who is just like... Do, I mean, also doesn't seem to realize... No. Doesn't seem <laughs> to have any idea what's going that on. That he's about that to he's be... Out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, out. Um, Matt says, I want the rose more than anybody else. Oh, oh buddy. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Hey, you know one, what? One, one in hand. one hand and spit in the <laughs> other. See which one fills up faster. I'll pal. tell you what fills up, though, is Matt's champagne glass when he takes it with him on the in the limo when he leaves, which is great. I know. I do have to say, Matt, well played. Respect. Yeah, I love Matt that Matt, in that moment, was my spirit animal. 
<laughs> not in any other moment. No, not yeah. in any other moment. Although... Well, he was my spirit animal in grossly misreading social situations. <laughs> <laughs> and in thinking that he's a lot more liked and noticed than he is. I think this also got edited out, but he also, in the middle of that moment, said, I gotta go poop. <laughs> and then walked out. And then said, what's your favorite dinosaur? And then he came back and said, hey, I want the rose more than anybody else. Can I have it? Can I have the give, rose? Give me that rose. Can I have the rose? I'm, again, shocked, at, but Rachel claims that of all the people on this journey, Matt reminds her the most of herself. I wonder what it is. Me, we'll never know. Like it's his a mystery. legalese. Oh, okay. No, Matt's not a lawyer. Is he a lawyer? I, no. I get them all confused. Adam is a lawyer. Okay. I think maybe is a lot. Adam lives in Dallas. I feel like you could swap everything about them. And I, I wouldn't notice. Like, you could tell me that Matt was Adam and Matt and Adam was Matt and switch all their biographical details and be like, yeah, that's fine. Adam that sounds has right. the doll. Yes, AJ. that I remember. Yeah. Matt has the bad hair. Yep. And they're both cut at this point, sure. so it really doesn't matter. Let us waste um, no more time with them. Adam, Adam, she just really doesn't seem to like either one of them either. No. Like. She's giving Adam shit because he said that a part of him was falling in love with her. And she was like, I didn't understand what that meant. Like, what part? Not all of you? What I bet part? I know which part. And I'm like, is he supposed to be falling in love with you when you won't even give him right. a, a date? When you don't even know his name. Girl, please. <laughs> um, and then Eric basically recounts what it was like to grow up in an episode of The Wire. Yeah. And Which neither I of us got have seen. nothing to say about it because yeah. it sounds terrible. It sounds horrible, yeah. And he, you know, like came out of it and said that basically he really, like, has trouble trusting people, but um, is trying to like that he wants to be uh, a better person. He says that. Uh, Rachel has changed him, that he's more vulnerable. I mean, I like Eric. Yeah, I do too. I really do. I think that he's probably not going to survive past hometowns. But, um... I don't know. I could see Dean getting cut next week. Yeah. I guess, yeah, could Rachel could it think, could be, this is too much drama I think we're coming, we're obviously building to a Brian-Peter finale. Sure, the Brian-Peter showdown. Mm-hmm. Which I will say, like, I like Brian. I like Brian more than you, I think. And I like Brian and Peter both quite a bit. I think more people, myself included, were hoping that, like, I mean, these are the two guys that you always end up with. You know, like, I think we were hoping that, say, with a more diverse cast, that we might get... Some more different people in the final, but you know, when it looked like she might cut Eric, I was like, "Oh, that would be really ironic yeah. if the first black bachelorette goes into hometown dates with four white dudes." Right. <laughs> well, it did. It ends up being pretty white for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, it, that is what happened. I mean, I think that that Brian is your typical bachelor figure. I don't think Peter is. I think Peter's a little too good for the typical. I think he really is. If he doesn't He's like get quiet it, quiet and soulful. Do you think they would want him as bachelor? If... I don't know. I think that uh, honestly, between Brian, Peter, Dean, and Eric, I think that Brian seems the most like someone who would be the bachelor. Uh huh. But also Dean. I mean, because they skew young usually. Like sure. Ben Higgins was only twenty five or twenty six. 
Right. Um, a lot of the bachelors have been very well, young. Well, he's really grown up on this experience, too. He really has. It's really taught him that he might not be lovable. That was, uh, <laughs> That's what everybody learns. They can't be loved. Well, and I mean, you would have his dad uh, a lot more in it if uh, he becomes the bachelor. Here's a twist: double bachelors, Dean and his dad. <laughs> Two men out on the prowl. The Dimitri to... boys. <laughs> I don't know what Tra- their last name is. His name is something. Uh, something rather unpronounceable. Dean Dimitri. It was. Um, it's on How his Twitter. His hand- it's on his name? Twitter handle. Let's oh. see. Hang on, folks. While I type, 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 type. Dean Michael Unglert. The Unglert boys. The Unglert boys. Out to make some love. (laughs) Tune in next January for the Unglert boys on The Bachelor. I'd watch that. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's all I have. There's your show. This orc is about to dive back under the water again, so we better cut this. That's actually a Wookiee. That was Chewbacca. Anna does a shockingly good Wookiee for having never seen a Star Wars movie. Never had a single lesson. (laughs) Very good Wookiee impression. (laughs) This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.